You're tuned in to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Policy Division here in Washington, D.C. I'm Shauna Newsom, and joining with me today is Ethan Lane, Executive Director of the Public Lands Council and NCBA Federal Lands. Ethan, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Last week, the Bureau of Land Management released their final version of their planning rule. Ethan, can you explain a little bit about what Planning 2.0 is and what does it do? Well, in the BLM's own words, the primary goals of BLM Planning 2.0 are to make the planning process more efficient and thus improve the Bureau's ability to respond to social and environmental change in a timely manner, as well as making the planning process more collaborative and transparent. That's what they say it does. Now, what we've seen through the draft last spring and on into the final this fall is that the planning process revisions under Planning 2.0 are actually are a radical reorganization of BLM's planning process. It shifts the priorities away from multiple use and sustained yield to focus on those elements of social and environmental change. It also eliminates public comment periods, deprioritizes the role of states and local governments as well as state BLM directors, and it moves the, the emphasis away from an analysis on economic impacts. It, it really is across the board uh, incredibly damaging to uh, to cattle producers and anybody that relies on these planning processes in the West. How do you think it will impact the West? Well, you know, we're, we're still going through the final rule. It's about 244 pages. Well, I take that back. It was 244 pages in the draft form. It's 367, I believe, in the final form. Uh, there's a 25-page chart of changes just between the draft plan and the final plan. So I've worn out about four highlighters so far, and we're still going, uh, highlighting the changes between the uh, the draft and the final. And what we've seen is, despite the fact that they made an effort to sort of listen to some of our complaints about language used and, and hope to solve some of our concerns by changing the language that they use, the real brunt problems with the plan in general remain. It's still really detrimental to uh, focusing on those concerns of, of local input and, and, and local economic impact made by, by large-scale planning processes. So we think that this is something that needs to be completely thrown out and, uh, and they need to start that process over. If they feel it's time for a revision to how planning processes are done, they need to bring stakeholders to the table now in order to really collaborate on a solution that will work for everybody. This current plan totally cuts those of us with a business relationship out of the process and focuses on outside groups and, and the public in the way that they describe it in their documents, which which is just not appropriate. You mentioned the stakeholder input and starting over, but NCBA and PLC, they were involved in the draft planning. How much of the changes or the input do you think BLM incorporated in this plan? Well, like I said, you know, what they did was respond to some of our concerns over language used. You know, they, they changed, and this is a nitpicky item, but in the original draft, they used will instead of shall. Now, in legal terms, shall has a very specific meaning. It denotes something that must be done. Our feeling, along with other resource groups, was that that was a subtle but important change that would get them out of some responsibilities. They responded to some small things like that, but you know what they did is, along with that is they further shrunk comment periods, further restricted the access of local land users and governments and entities to, uh, to really substantively comment on that process in a timely manner and really continue to cement that idea that they're moving away from their real charter of managing for multiple use and sustained yield in, in pursuit of these uh, sort of vague ideals of social and environmental change. Now this rule, it was released in the final days or the midnight hours of this administration's terms. Do you expect more of this in the, in the next month? Unfortunately, we do. We are, uh, we're ready for an onslaught of these kinds of regulations. We've already seen a few. What we've heard from senior officials inside the administration who are willing to share with us 
is that the administration has given the order out to, uh, in the words of one that I talked to, dust off whatever regulations you have half finished in your office and push them out the door before the end of the term. So we're expecting quite a bit more of this in the next few months. We'll be working with Congress uh, and the incoming administration to make sure we both catalog these uh, these new regulations as they uh, as they come out and work on uh, how exactly we're going to deal with and, and, and roll them back as we move into the new administration. Sounds like another regulatory train wreck coming down the pike. That is a fair assessment. You've been listening to Bellway Beef. Until we meet again, eat beef and check us out online at beefusa.org.